In some of our previous videos, we discussed brand discovery, we discussed how to get sponsored. Today, I wanna dive into brand archetypes and what they can do for you. There's no denying that building a brand is not an easy thing to do. It takes a lot of time and hard work to build a solid brand. <laughs> Thankfully, companies like us have created formulas for athletes that you can follow. Hey guys, welcome to Creative. Here we use our passion for the game to change the game. Every week we talk about solutions that can truly change the business of sports. Today, we'll be diving into brand archetypes in this first part of our brand archetype series. Revolutionize the game and don't forget to tackle that subscribe button and that notification bell so you don't miss out on anything in the future. In today's extremely competitive sporting industry, athletes need to be more than just good at the game. They need to be likable for them to have a solid fan base. They need to be marketable for them to get tons of sponsorship opportunities. They need to be versatile for them to build a career outside of the game. Admittedly, the sporting industry is expecting a lot from its players. And when you've got your game plan in your head all day, it's hard to make room for anything else, you know, besides your strategies. So how do great players like Stephen Curry and Tom Brady balance doing well in the game while building their own brands? Well, part of the process is understanding marketing and building their own brand archetypes. To start off, let's kind of talk about what brand archetypes are. If this is your first time hearing the term brand archetype, then you're in luck. We've created this two-part series exploring brand archetypes. In its simplest form, brand archetypes are universally familiar characters or solutions that brands can embody. Deeper than the stereotypes we know, brand archetypes transcend time, place, gender, and age. Regardless of where you are and what decade you may be in, companies and other well-known icons use these personality types to connect with their fan base. You know how for some odd reason you're attached to athletes or other sports brands? It could relate to the love of sports, but oftentimes it's something deeper. So, Let's explore how archetypes connect with people, regardless of how we view life and the rest of the world. We all have basic human desires, desires that were never taught nor needed, just simple desires that are often seen as instinctive and primitive. Brand archetypes use these desires to relate to us. Hundreds of psychological research has led to the personification of various basic human desires that we have. And in hopes of creating a deeper connection with people, companies have used these personalities or what we call them archetypes to relate 
to us as fans. They use archetypes to create symbols, stories that we already understand or recognize. This is what makes brands archetypes so effective. These traits and personalities are already pre-programmed into our brains. Our subconscious understands the symbols these athletes and companies are sharing with us. We recognize them and therefore we position these brands into our minds. So generally speaking, there are 12 brand archetypes that people easily recognize. The creator, the sage, the caregiver, the innocent, the gesture, the magician, the ruler, the hero, the rebel, the regular guy, the lover, and the explorer. Brands who want to establish stronger connections with their archetypes need to establish a fully formed personality that their audience can relate to. Now, with this in mind, what makes archetypes different from traditional stereotypes? Unlike stereotypes that are defined by simplistic norms rooted from culture, archetypes come from distinctive and universal truths about people. Some people are just simply driven by liberation, while some are driven by intimacy. It's just the truth. So how do you as an athlete or how do companies use brand archetypes? Throughout our small series, we want you to keep in mind that brand archetypes are meant to help you build a strong foundation for your brand, meaning it's not just about picking a characteristic that you think fits you best. Before you're able to use a brand archetype, there are four things that you should do. Go through some discovery, figure out yourself. A lot of people go into the brand archetype quizzes thinking it'll help them figure out the kind of brand that they can build for themselves. When in reality, these quizzes don't give enough room for brand discovery to take place. The questions that they ask don't dig deep enough, only asking questions that discover surface level things about yourself. So instead of solely depending on your entire future and quiz you found online, get down to the nitty gritty of things by exploring what your desires are. What drives you to do all the hard work that you're doing in your career? Is it your power? or service. Psychologist Carl Jung, who coined the term archetype, said that we all share a collective unconscious that creates patterns of behavior by channeling certain experiences and emotions. Depending on your core desire, these patterns of behaviors will induce a certain archetype that your audience can relate to. So before anything else, it's important that you get to know yourself first. List down the core desire of your brand and what it wants to achieve in the future. By doing so, you no longer have to struggle with getting to know and connecting with your fans. Once you get to know yourself, get to know your audience and fan base. Now that you've figured out what your core desires are, let's get to know your audience. As discussed earlier, 
We all share a collective unconsciousness that we can recognize through patterns of behavior. But in order for your brand to build strong relationships with your fans, they need to be able to relate to them. It's the best way to figure out just how in common you are with your fan base. Besides collecting their demographic data, you also need to look into their psychographics. Psychographics pertains to their attitudes, beliefs, and values of your said fan base. More often than not, researchers get these data from focus groups, interviews, or online research and strategy. Using the data that you've gathered from your fan base, you can align their desire to the core desires of your brand archetype. By doing so, you'll be able to get to know whether the archetype you plan to use is meant for your existing fan base. Now that sports fans have become more skeptical than ever, your brand needs to be relatable for them to truly connect with you. And when they realize how much they relate with your brand, the higher chances of them becoming loyal to your brand. Step three, you wanna learn the different types of archetypes. Understanding the archetypes is a must if you wanna find the best archetype for your brand. After evaluating your goals and desires, including those of your fans, you should be able to find the right archetypes that you wanna use. But before you do so, you need to spend some time learning the archetypes themselves. There's more to the 12 brand archetypes that we've mentioned earlier, but generally speaking, athletes like yourself need to understand their core desires, their goals, and what drives them to do what they do. Looking up examples can also be a big help when learning archetypes. After evaluating your wants as a brand owner and the needs of your fans, you can start looking into the values of the 12 archetypes. Start narrowing down the list by removing the archetypes you don't really relate with. Keep in mind that when it comes to finding your brand archetype, you have to keep your desires and your fans' desires in mind. A brand's success relays on the relationship they build with people. And as we've discussed earlier, your brand archetype should help you connect with your fan base, not drive them away from you. Step four, you wanna develop the right mix with your archetypes. Because of the complexity of athletes and other personalities, it's hard to stick with just one archetype. Some people often make the mistake of sticking to this one archetype. Keep in mind that you're meant to guide people. Your brand still needs to stand out. And the only way you can do this is by developing a mix of familiar archetypes and new personalities that would catch the interest of your fans. Now, we usually do brand archetypes during the brand discovery process. So let's kind of discuss that a little bit. The four steps we've discussed earlier are part of the process called brand discovery. It's a method used by agencies like ourselves to develop brands. A process calls for an extensive research and discovery process in order to build a successful brand. While brand building process may vary from one company to another, the process of brand discovery often follows the steps we've mentioned earlier. You get to know yourself, you get to know your fans, and then you evaluate the information you've gathered from both parties 
to build said brand. Despite having an archetype that you can follow, the brand discovery process is still a must. After all, it would be impossible to find your archetype if you barely have an idea of what you want your brand to be like. If you want to learn more about the 12 different brand archetypes that you can adapt from your brand, make sure to check out our second video coming later this month, where we dive deeper into each archetype and some real life examples. We hope you guys love today's video. And if you want to learn more about the great solutions that can truly change the game, again, don't forget to tackle that subscribe button and give us a like. This is Zach with Creative, where business is our sport.